Thanks. Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, October 13th. On today's show, we need local decision-making, and I think we need some of that decision-making to be from elected officials. Memram Cook Tanchamar MLA Megan Mitten hosted another public meeting on the future of our health care in Tanchamar last night. CHMA was there and brings you some highlights and reflections on how it went. But first, some news and information briefs. The McLean's Magazine University Rankings were published Thursday, and Mount Allison has received first place standing in the primarily undergraduate category for the 24th time since the rankings began in 1991. Along with placing first overall in the primarily undergraduate category, Mount Allison was ranked first for reputational survey and library expenses. The university has also received second place for student awards and faculty awards, and third for student-faculty ratio, operating budget, and scholarships and bursaries. Runners and walkers in Sackville will join those in communities across the country this weekend for Duck and Run 2023, a national fun run to raise funds and awareness for the work of Ducks Unlimited Canada as they work to protect Canada's wetlands. The Duck and Run event in Sackville will take place on Saturday at 11 a.m. with a 1-kilometer and 5-kilometer course around the Sackville Waterfowl Park. People can also take place independently in a 10,000-step virtual challenge. More information is available at ducks.ca slash run. Now on to today's feature story. About 60 people gathered in the Crabtree Auditorium on Thursday night to hear updates from the leadership of the Horizon Health Network. That's about half as many as gathered in July for a similar meeting. Horizon Interim CEO Margaret Melanson was there along with a number of managers, including the Director of Primary Health Care for the Moncton area, Dr. Richard LeMay, who's one of the people spearheading the creation of a new community clinic located in the Tanchamar Community Health Centre across the parking lot from the Sackville Memorial Hospital. LeMay said the clinic opened on September 11th, and as of the end of last week, has seen 154 people, with 463 appointments in total. The clinic is open, alternating between three days and four days a week, depending on availability of staff. We're starting to see interest from other physicians to come and give us some time at the clinic, so we're hopeful that's going to grow and we can offer more services than just three or four days a week. Right now, we have an RN um, work at the clinic, uh, we have two admins, uh, we have three physicians helping us in our rotation to coming and help, but we also have funding for an LPN, an MP, and a bit of casual support. So those positions are being hosted and we're trying to fill those positions at, at this time. LeMay said there is also an outstanding posting for a nurse practitioner or NP at the Port Elgin Health Clinic. There were some questions about the relationship between the new Sackville Clinic and NB HealthLink and Patient Connect NB. Patient Connect is the long-standing list of people registered and waiting for a primary care provider in the province, which at one point topped 72,000. In response, the Department of Health hired Medivy Health Services, the same company that runs Ambulance NB, to create NB HealthLink, a primary care service for people waiting on the Patient Connect list. In the Moncton area, NB HealthLink has since grown to have over 32,000 people receiving services, with another 7,000 registered and awaiting services. 
The new Sackville Clinic is another initiative, this time by Horizon, intended to become a permanent primary care provider for patients in the area. That means patients have to choose, said LeMay, between staying registered with NB HealthLink or choosing the new Sackville Clinic as their primary provider. Here's Dr. Ravneet Comstock, Chief of Family Medicine for the Moncton area. It's going to take a while to take shape, but I think given that we just started September 11th and we're at mid-October, we've done really well. I, I ask you to be patient because I think what's happening here is that you're just starting to get care there, you're worried you're going to lose it, and that's what, what happens, but the goal here isn't short term. So I think I, I ask you to be patient. Your medical home is now Tantramar Health Clinic. If you've been called, then you, you, you call them your doctors going forward. And, and the, the, what other choices do you have right now? There isn't easy access to care elsewhere. This is your best bet. So I would stick with this, per, this particular choice, and then that other orphan list should belong to those that don't have anybody caring for them. Currently, the Sackville Clinic is only taking patients that have been referred from the now-closed practices of Dr. Katherine Johnston and Andrea Wall, who submitted lists of patients they felt had the most need. Local nurse practitioner Angela Tower is also closing her practice, and LeMay said she is in the process of sharing a list of high-need patients with the clinic. All patients not on those lists and patients who were orphaned before the initiative started are not yet eligible for the Sackville Clinic and should seek services through NB HealthLink, said LeMay. But the long-term vision is for a permanent primary care clinic serving anyone in the Sackville area. Here's Dr. Comstock explaining the current staffing levels and the plans going forward. So right now we've, we've got four bodies, uh, four days a week, three to four days a week. I think as we as we grind, this is only in the two months that we just sort of opened. So if, if we have this meeting again in six months or so, I hope that we can say we have 1.5 body, you know, something like that on a, on a daily basis. So that 1.5 would be a full-time person and a half-time person. I mean, this is just work in progress, but I think that's that would be our dream. And then, and then eventually, the bigger dream is a medical home where you have all sorts of people working, you know, and, and physicians and, and RNs and LPNs and diabetic nurse and a physiotherapist and a mental health nurse. I mean, a, these are, this seems like a dream, but it is, it is something we're holding on to. LeMay said Horizon was currently preparing the case for funding the clinic on a permanent basis. Like, like Margaret mentioned, we're currently working on trying to build a case uh, since last June to have a more, I'm going to say more, permanent home in Sackville for, for healthcare to be offered to the, the population here. Um, that should be ready to be presented to our leadership at Horizon this fall. So what... Uh, the investment case we're going to propose to the leadership, if it's approved, we'll be submitting it to government and see if they want to fund what we're proposing for the community here. So that's where we're at now. Hopefully this fall, this will get uh, get done and we'll get an answer to see if we can move forward with our plans for a patient medical home in Sackville. That's Dr. Richard LeMay speaking at the second Future of Our Healthcare meeting on Thursday evening. An audio recording of the meeting will be available later today on chmafm.com. After the meeting, CHMA caught up with organizer and MLA Megan Mitten and asked her for her thoughts on how the meeting went. I, I think it went well. Uh, I'm really glad that Horizon agreed to come back at the initial meeting in July. And again tonight, they've agreed to come back. And I've committed to bringing them back, along with other representatives. You know, it's important to hear from Medivy, for example, because that 
privatized part of our healthcare system is they're responsible for it um, in terms of whether it's ambulances or, or health links. So I think the more accountability and direct communication we can have with our healthcare system and uh, the people in our community, the better. So that's that's one of my goals, and, and I think we're achieving it. And, you know, in terms of, you know, have you heard feedback from constituents about how things are going with the clinic um, and the situation with the clinic in Port Elgin? Like, I mean, if you could talk a bit about what you're hearing from your residents. So uh, it was positive to hear that some people were starting to get called to this new clinic in Sackville. There are people, for example, Dr. Long's patients, uh, the nurse practitioner, uh, Angela Towers' patients, who now are without primary health care, and they're saying, well, what about us? And so while this is a start, there's still a long ways to go, and we need to make sure that those patients are being triaged and that they're getting access to health care faster. Uh, there are people who don't have transportation. Uh, it's really hard for them to get to Moncton, and that's the only way that they're getting health care. And so they're really in a bind. And there are the most vulnerable people who are in those positions um, with lowest incomes, without transportation, um, and without internet sometimes or a computer. Um, and so it, we need to make sure that the healthcare system is designed for the most vulnerable because then it will be accessible for everyone. Um, there was, uh, uh, you know, some some talk about that, you know, well, we have a rural health action group in, in Tantramar, uh, and their, you know, Horizon has a community engagement model that they're saying they have with, with this group. Um, do you think that there should be some sort of formalized version of that sort of community input and, dare I say, community control over the decisions that get made about Things like, because now we're looking at Horizon not only running the hospital, but also running our primary care directly. So what what kind of model would you like to see? Like, Or what kind of community uh, role would you like to see there? We absolutely need community control, community decision-making power over our health care. We've seen over the years the centralization of decision-making where the people in the hospital aren't even able to make many of the decisions. It's someone somewhere else, Moncton, St. John, Fredericton. And that has created problems. We need local decision-making, and I think we need some of that decision-making to be from elected officials. The Higgs government just got rid of the elected officials on the health boards for Horizon and Vitalite. Uh, Horizon and Vitalite are quite large to begin with. They used to be like eight <laughs> boards. And so we, we've we seen that centralization and now we're seeing no elected members. We need more democratic institutions and we need to strengthen our democracy and they've been doing the opposite. One final question for you, Megan. Um, when's there going to be an election? Oh my gosh. I wish I knew. Honestly, every day I've had a different sense and it's based on information I'm getting. So I think that maybe Premier Higgs has been changing his mind every day. I really thought it was going to happen last Friday, and then we thought it was going to be Tuesday. Then we heard no election, and then yesterday we heard. Now we have finally, just a few days before the legislature goes back, received an invitation to go back to prorogue and open the throne speech just this afternoon. We should have gotten that earlier. This is unusual behavior. And so 
I think that they thought they were going to, and maybe they've called it off. But maybe it's a trick. <laughs> so I really don't know. I'm ready for either um, either reality, but I feel like I'm preparing for two uh, parallel realities of either one being in the legislature, you know, standing up for my community, uh, presenting motions, asking questions in question period, and then the other one is standing up for my community but in an election campaign. So um, your guess is as good as mine at this point. That's Memram Cook Chanchamar MLA Megan Mitten speaking after the second Future of Our Healthcare meeting last night. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Friday, October 13th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening.